Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 9th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose, where I believe that if you really want progress, especially in this season, you are going to have to pursue it on purpose. If you want progress, you have to be intentional. I believe that God declares some things. He has ordained some things for different times and seasons, for levels and stages in our lives. Uh, but just because God declares it or God releases it to you, speaks it to you or heaven announces it doesn't mean that you're going to experience it automatically. No, God releases things by grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. Okay, boom. God says this is available by grace. Then as believers, we have to pursue it by faith. Faith lays hold of what God has already provided. So by faith, I receive what God has already provided by grace. What has God provided in this season? New levels. God has said that in 2021, we can level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. Well, if we want to level up in 2021, we have to pursue progress on purpose. If we want to experience this type of, if we want the best that God has for us for this season, for this year, we have to be intentional. So that said, I've been teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose all year, and I told you that we would pursue progress on purpose in five areas, spiritually leveling up, financially leveling up physically, internally, and then externally, right? And so I've covered the first four already. Uh, right now I'm dealing with externally and externally is mainly around relationships. And I'm going to be talking about relationships today and all the roles and the people that you need in your life. And so I told you that in this part of the series, I would cover the three people that you need in your life or the three roles that you need filled, Paul, Barnabas, Tim Timothy. I told you that we would discuss discerning. I haven't got to that yet. I'm going to do it next week. Discerning the people that you need to let go. Like there's some people that you're going to have to eventually let go if they're not going in the same direction that you're going. And if, if they become dream killers, right? If they're not there to support you anymore, if you're progressing and they're not, or God is taking you one direction and they're not going in the ways of God then at some point, you're going to have to let them go. Uh, three, the importance of choosing the right friends. I talked about that already. And then four, I'll close out this part with surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith. So um, as I thought about, it's Friday, right? So I like closing out the week strong, but I was like, I don't know if I want to introduce something brand new on a Friday. I was like, Lord, what do you want me to do? He was like, why don't you go back and recap some of what you've already covered as it relates to relationships, because a lot of times people need to hear it once or twice or 50 times, right? And so I'm going to go back and cover some of these roles. And then I'm going to say something about spouses because I haven't covered wives yet or husbands. And then I'm going to close out today with like giving back. So, uh, and, and the importance of pouring into others. So the title of today's message is simply relationship inventory. So on this Friday morning, what we're going to do real quick for the next, you know, 15, 20 minutes, we're going to take a relationship inventory. As I go through all these roles, do you have people filling these roles in your life? And if not, you can ask God about it because you want, you know, and then it's going to be multiple people too, right? So it's not just one mentor. You have many mentors, not just one model. You have many models, but let's talk about all of these roles. Let's do a quick relationship inventory. A lot of this is going to be stuff that I've covered. And then I'll also give you some new stuff. You ready? All right, here we go. Let's get into it. All right, so number one, coaches. I talked about coaches before. These are people that speak to you. So they have proven experience. And 
it's coupled with the ability to teach and motivate others, right? So these are people that know that they are experts in something. They know how to do it. And then they coach others how to do it. It could be sports coaching, but it could be coaching and financial coaching. It could be uh, um, marriage coaching, you know, fitness coaching, et cetera. But these are people that have experience and they've developed proven principles. And they also have the ability to communicate those principles in a way that people can see here and understand and apply. And then they also have like this motivational characteristic to where they can motivate you to actually do what they're saying to do so that it could produce some type of desired outcome. These people, they know the value of practice. Uh, they know that, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. So you have to drive at this thing and you have to practice and they have proven skills for success and they go, they, they are willing to share those things with you, right? You can have multiple coaches, like I said, in different areas. And these people are just really communicating to you the things that they've learned over the years. And if they're willing to communicate that to you in a way that you can uh, understand and apply, then you can benefit. You can benefit from a coaching relationship, right? And you appreciate them. So let me say this. If you have coaches that are helping you, just coaching you along, hey, no, you should do this. You should do that or whatever. So value the investment. Know that this is not really a spiritual relationship per se. I'm going to deal with that in a minute. So you don't have to take 100% of what they say, right? So, but you know, you do want to value the investment that they're making in your life. And you do want them to know that, look, you are somebody that's worthy of the investment. And so uh, you just want to also understand that this is a coach. This is not your pastor. This is a coach. This is not your spiritual father. It's just a coach. So you're not going to expect them to do something that they're not supposed to be doing in your life because frustration sets in when you're putting up unreasonable expectations on people, when you're expecting somebody to be some someone that they're not supposed to be in your life, right? So just the reason why I'm highlighting the different roles is because I want to differentiate what, what the roles are. So you're not putting an expectation and undue expectation on somebody to fill a role that they're not supposed to be filling in your life. So a coach is a coach. That's something they're providing you input and, and, and motivation and principles and all of that, but that's all they are, right? So that's not necessarily a spiritual thing and I can move on to some others. All right. So number two, mentors. We talked a lot about mentors. These are people that speak with you. These are people that uh, should be at a stage in, in your life or, or in their lives that you aspire to attain, right? So you're not there yet, but they're already there. And so these are people that are willing to share with you what they did to get to where they are. And then you are willing to receive. You also see the, these people as somebody who is worthy of emulation, right? So a coach may not necessarily be like their character may not be the best character, but you're not there for that. You're just there to learn whatever you're going to learn whenever you're talking to them about whatever you're talking to them about. A mentor is different though. A mentor should be somebody that is worthy of emulation because if you're going to be looking up to this person, then their character should be sound. <laughs> it, you know, there should be a culture match. You should be aligned. So they, they should be operating on a level that you aspire to attain and they should be worthy of that emulation. So you have a direct relationship with them. They have a direct relationship with you. And then you are the mentee and they are the mentor. And, and you can have many mentors like in different areas of your life. Like for example, maybe you have a mentor at work or in, in your business career. Um, but then you have somebody else that's a mentor for your marriage, right? For you and your spouse. Now this mentor at work, maybe that, that person is a great business mentor, but they're on their fifth marriage. That's probably not the person that you want to go to for marriage advice, right? But you're going to get business advice from that person. Well, you could have a marriage mentor that's terrible at business or whatever. So, so yeah, you have different mentors in different areas, but when you do have a mentor, 
here's one of the things I need to highlight. And this is a recap, but it's also I'm driving home new points is that you want to honor them. The culture of God's kingdom is a culture of honor. So when you have somebody who is taking the time to invest in you, make sure that you honor the investment. Watch this. If you honor them, especially publicly, I like to honor my mentors publicly. I like to tell people on social media or in an event or whatever, or if I'm, if, if whenever I was in the military and I was getting promoted and people showed up, I like to say publicly when I got the mic, I would like to thank this person, this person, this person for the investment that they made in my life. Why? Because when you honor someone publicly, it's amazing how much they will invest in your life privately. Why? Because the the culture of the kingdom is a culture of honor. So you want to, to display and be a person of honor and you want to honor the investment that they made in your life. And another way to honor the investment is to simply apply the principles that they're teaching you. So do your homework, follow up and follow through. All right. Number three, sponsors. Sponsors. These are people that speak for you. These are people that are going to open a door for you that you can't open for yourself. These are people that can make one phone call or send one text message and do something for you that you could never do. Even if you tried for 10 years to make it happen, you couldn't make it happen, right? So these are people of, of influence and God will raise up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. And, and when you, when that happens, when God gives you favor, remember favor can do more in a minute than labor can do in a lifetime. When God God gives you favor, then you, what you want to do once again is honor these people. You want to appreciate it. You want to know that they are, you want them to know that you appreciate what they are doing for you on your behalf. They're not doing it because they're trying to get anything out of it. As a matter of fact, you, these are people that in most cases you could never repay them, right? I mean, they're doing something for you that you could never repay, but the one of the ways that you repay it is by simply honoring the investment, by being somebody that's worthy of it. And when somebody puts their reputation or their name on the line for you and they put their stamp of approval on you and they sent the email or they sent the text message or they made the phone call, then please do not make them regret the decision. So uh, if you don't have a sponsor, let me just say this because I didn't cover this last time. If you don't have a sponsor and you're like, man, Rick, I need a sponsor. I need somebody to kind of vouch for me. I need somebody to look out for kind of like what, what Barnabas did for, for Paul. Then one of the, the good places to go to find a sponsor is your mentors. So you can go to a mentor and say, Hey, look, I really need somebody to help me out in this area or that area, or with this person. Do, do you know anybody over here? Do you know anybody over there? And they be like, yeah, a lot of times your mentors, can connect you with somebody who winds up being a sponsor for you. That person may not even know you that well, but because the mentor said, hey, I want you to look out for, for Jim. I want you to look out for Joe. I want you to look out for Sally or Steven. Then, then that person can wind up sponsoring you just because they have a relationship with your mentor. So you should talk to the people that you have in your life. I'm saying like, I'm talking about leveling up. These are all the things that like, you can't make, you can't become successful by yourself. I, I think you should have gotten that by now, right? Greatness is too great of a task for one person. So just make sure that you're filling all these roles. If not, you're asking God to fill the roles, right? Because God can raise up somebody to, they'll help you and they'll say stuff like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I don't normally do this. I've never done this for anybody. But Rick, I don't know why, but I'm going to do it for you. I know why. It's the favor of God, right? And so, so when that happens, though, when you get favor with somebody, with a sponsor, uh, and a sponsor made that phone call, they're going out out of their way to help you, then then let me just say this about humility. Um, don't flaunt it. One of the things that that can be very detrimental is when you flaunt favor. 
When God gives you favor with somebody, don't be so arrogant that you flaunt it in front of people. Yeah, such and such. Look, I know. And you you name drop. You don't have to name drop all the time. Well, I know this person and this person did this for me. I know this person. Stop name dropping. Don't flaunt favor because if you flaunt favor, then it's going to build up resentment. And so with those around you. So, so be appreciative, be humble. And another thing you don't want to do as I close out this point is waste the favor, right? So if somebody provides you favor, then don't waste it. Like, like don't miss out on the opportunity. Make the most of the investment that people are making in your life. Number four, models. I talked about this before models. These are people that inspire you. These are people that you may not ever know or meet. Maybe some of these people are already dead, right? I mean, they're not on the planet anymore. So you can have a model. If somebody was willing to kind of communicate what they did to get to where they are, uh, they can communicate that in a book. You can read the book. Maybe they're in the Bible. You read the Bible. Maybe they're on YouTube. You watch YouTube. Whatever it is, this is somebody that you can connect with in some way and you can model their success. They have. They are willing to communicate what they did to get to where they are. And so that person can become a model for you. Why? Because whatever they laid out becomes a blueprint. Oh, wow. They did it. This is how they did it. They were willing to document what they did. They were willing to communicate what they did and they put it out there on YouTube or they put it out there on Instagram or they put it out there in a book. And now I have access. If you have access to what somebody did to get to where they are, and that is somebody that that resonates with you in some way. And this is why diversity and inclusion is is important. This is why... um, when you see somebody that looks like you or sounds like you or you can connect with them or you have the same skin color or maybe the same background, oh my God, and you get you get to connect with them on a certain level, then you can see somebody, even it could, it could be somebody you will never meet, but that person can become a model for you. And so you can model them just as long as that they were willing to document what they did and then they put it out there. So if you have access to someone's blueprint and this is someone that you connect with and resonate with in some way, then their success can become a model for your success. All right. Once again, these are all the roles that you got to fill. And then lastly, spiritual parents before I get to spouses. So a spiritual parent, I told you before, this is not a pastor. Uh, So you can have a pastor that teaches you from the pulpit. You can have a pastor that teaches you from the office. You can go to counseling with the pastor or you can, you know, you can get things from the pulpit and you can get things from the private office and you can get struck, uh, you know, scripture and all of that. Great. But a spiritual covering is greater than that. What, you know, what, what Timothy got from Paul was not just scripture, right? What Elijah got from Elisha was not just turned to Leviticus. <laughs> no, no. I mean, this is a spiritual thing. So when you have a spiritual father, when you have a spiritual mother, when you have a spiritual covering, now there's a spiritual transfer that takes place. There was something that was transferred from Paul to Timothy. There was something that was transferred from Elijah to Elisha. There's something that has to be transferred when you have a spiritual covenant. When you have a spiritual covenant, now the anointing, it flows and it flows down, right? So, so without contradiction, the Bible says, the lesser is blessed by the greater. So you should have someone look at this. L- look at me on this. I didn't say this last time about spiritual parents, but you should have someone in your life whose anointing on their life makes you feel inadequate. Let me, let me repeat that and let me explain it. You should have someone in your life that is so anointed that when you get around there, them, you feel inadequate. Like you're around them and you're like, oh my God, I got to go pray more. Like I need to go get, get back into the word more. I remember I'll share with you. Um, 
Apostle Cynthia Brazelton. So my my spiritual parents are, are Tony and Cynthia Brazelton. I remember uh, that uh, Pastor Cynthia, uh, my spiritual mother, she she years ago, I was in the office uh, talking to her about something, and uh, I said, "Oh yeah, I was in the jail, I was preaching, and I prayed for this person," and blah blah blah. And she said, "Oh okay, well pray for me." And she put out her her hands like this, and she was like, "Okay, well pray for me." And I I pulled my my arms back. And I looked at it and I had to catch myself for a moment because she said, pray for me. And I, w- I felt like, um, like John the Baptist. When John the Baptist said to Jesus, I can't baptize you. What are you talking about? I, I mean, you're, you're, you're the lamb of God who, who came to take away the sin of the world. Right? He was like, I can't baptize you. And, and Jesus like, dude, baptize me. And so, so it was like when she pulled out her hands, I was like, whoa, I pulled it back. I was like, I can't pray for you. I can't. Pr-. I mean, like my estimation my value of the of the anointing that's on my covering i honor them so much that i'm like whoa i can't pray for you and she was like really and i was like okay i'm sorry i'm sorry all right then i prayed for i had but i had to catch myself for a moment my, my point is this there should be somebody in your life that is so anointed that that you know that you're connected with them you know that there's a spiritual covering you know that there's a spirit a spiritual connection that that it doesn't this is not about like something that has to be said from the pulpit. This is not even you going to have coffee with them, a dinner. No, 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 no. It's a spiritual thing that there is something that's on them. That's now on you. Right. And that, that, that now that you're walking with a level of grace and favor and anointing. Why? Because you're connected. You are not sheep without a shepherd that you, you are connected to a body. You are connected to, there's a spiritual covering over you, you that you know that there are people that are praying for you, that you know that you are connected to something that's greater than you, that you are connected to a body of believers. You are connected to a community. I'm saying you need this. You need this in your life. <laughs> Say amen to that. All right. Number six spouses. So, um, I I would probably have to do a whole series on this. So I'm just, I'm not going to do this justice in like two minutes, but let me just say something about spouses. This is someone that you get to do life with, right? I I didn't cover this last time in the series, but let me just say this. This is the, look at me, look at me outside of accepting Jesus as Lord, who you marry is the most important decision that you make in your life. That's it. Outside of Jesus, right? So this is the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life. This is the person that you do life with. This is a person you sleep with. This is a person you get up with. This, I mean, like, this is it. Like you have to choose wisely where your spouse is concerned. Your marriage can be the most rewarding relationship that you have. And it should be on this planet. I mean, it's amazing when you, when you're doing marriage, God's way. Oh my God, this is, this is great. It's good stuff. Now, if it's, if it's not, if you didn't make the right decision that, like I said, I would have to teach a whole series on that. That's a different story. It can also be one of the most detrimental relationships in that case. So you want, you want to be connected with your spouse in a spiritual way. It's a, it's a bond between husband, wife, and God. It's a triple strand cord that is not easily broken. One of the greatest things that my spouse, my Isabella Pina does for me. One of the greatest things that Isabella does for me is believe in me. I'm telling you, when you have a spouse that believes in you, you feel like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like there's nothing you can't do. I know that I'm never alone. I know that she has my back and I have hers. I know that, that, that two are greater than one. You know, I'm walking with her and she's walking with me. I'm her biggest fan. She's my biggest fan. I'm her greatest supporter. She's my greatest supporter. So please support your spouse. Be 
there for one another, build each other up, never tear each other down. Like, like you have to be their greatest fan. You have to be their greatest supporter. And let me just say this to men real quick. Uh, brothers, look at me. For whatever reason, look, I know that you're the head. Like, I know that you're in charge. I got it. And, you know, and don't flaunt, even that, don't flaunt it. As a matter of fact, you should see that as a greater responsibility. You should take the responsibility that you have to lead and pastor your home and be humble about it. And it should be sobering. It should be a sobering thing. Isabella lets me know. I, yeah, I have to carry the weight of the, of the ultimate decisions, right? And so, and, 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 uh, so you, you should honor that and, and appreciate that. And it should be a sobering reality. But when it comes to this, let me just say this to brothers, support your spouse, support your wife. I mean, like, I don't know why I see wives building their husbands up, but I don't see a lot of husbands building their wives up. Look, I mean, you got to be there. You got to be her greatest fan. If she wants to go back to school, support her. Go back to school. She wants to start a business. Girl, you're going to run that business. If she, whatever she wants to, I mean, like if God puts something in her heart, you got to be there for her. You got to support her. You got you to gotta honor her. If she's working and she gets a recognition at work, you should be the greatest fan. When they name, when you're at the ceremony and her name goes... You should be the loudest clap. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you got to be there for your wife. Support your wife. These are the people that you need in your life. Be there for one another. Spouses, you got to support. Wives, support your husbands too. But I'm saying a lot of you already do. All right, so now that I'm talking about these six roles, right, and all these things that, that you need in your life, let me close out with this real quick. Now that you got all of that, if you have all these people in your life, now you're in a position to give back because all those people I was talking about was really none of them I was talking about pouring into others like the, the whole mentee thing. So let me just say something real quick. Three things that you could do for other people. Three things that you could do for mentees once you have all these roles filled in your life and then I'll close. Number one, you can help them. People that are looking up to you, you can help them get an image of success. So powerful, powerful things can happen for the people that are looking up to you when they can see something in you that... The, just like somebody did it for you, now you're doing it for somebody else, right? So if they can see an image of themselves in you and they can see themselves doing something that God is doing in you, then now you're mo motivating them the way that others have motivated you. So when people are looking at you and they get an image of something, you should be willing to share with them what you did to get to where you are. That image is, is critical because remember, if you can't see it, you can't have it. You will, if you can't see it, you will never be it. If you can't see it on the inside, it's never going to happen on the outside. So you have to see it on the inside first. Please be a, a, a form of inspiration to other people. And just like others are pointing to you, be willing to point to others. Number two, your life can help them figure out how. One of the greatest frustrations is when somebody has a lot of dreams, but they don't know how to do it. And so one of the things that Isabella and I do is we go out of our way. We talk to people. We mentor people. We spend time with people. We do it on phone calls. Right now we're in a life group in our church and we're just sharing stuff with people. And, and yet it's, it's time consuming. It takes time and it takes investment. But you know what? People invested in us. So we owe it to invest in other people. Now we're helping people figure out how they have dreams. Okay, well, this is how we did it. Maybe this can motivate you on how to do it. I can give you counsel. I can give you advice, right? Now you're not figuring it out for them but you're helping them figure out how, right? Why? By just sharing what you did because they, can ha they have a dream, but they don't have a plan. But when they talk to you, now they're formulating a plan. Having a dream and having a plan are not the same thing. All right. And then number three, last thing, last thing, never underestimate the power of believing in someone. Never underestimate the power of believing in someone. Just like when some people believe in you, 
and, and, and you feel like, oh my God, somebody believes in me. What that does for you, you can do that for somebody else. Let me just say this as I close. I remember I was 18 years old. I was in Germany. I never had a relationship with my father per se. Uh, he and my mom divorced when I was three. And um, I get to Germany. My first company commander, his name was Captain John Morrison. He's still in the army and he still has a special relationship with me and, I, and me with him. Uh, I get to Germany. I'm 18 years old. This is my company commander. I'm the guide on bearer. We, he believed in me. I don't know why, but he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And, uh, and we built a special relationship 30 years later. We're still, I mean, like we have a, a bond to this day. Um, so there I was, I didn't have a relationship with my father and I didn't even realize that, that having a man, like a male that I considered to be somebody that's worthy of emulation that believed in me, this guy believed in me. He pushed me. I mean, like he pushed me like to, you know, when I was a, a private, he pushed me when I was a corporal. He pushed me when I was a staff sergeant. He wore me out one time. He was like, you need to be a warrant officer. You need to be a warrant officer. Well, you need to be a warrant officer. I was like, fine, I'm going to be a warrant officer. Like, and I had somebody that was pushing me that believed in me. When you have somebody that believes in you like that, I'm telling you, uh, it, it does something amazing for you when you're a young person. Why don't you do that for somebody else? Why don't you believe in somebody else? Why don't you, you validate somebody else's dreams? People have been there for you. Take the time, make the time to pour into someone else. Okay, that's it. I said a lot today, probably too much. That was a relationship inventory. We went through a bunch of stuff, people that can benefit you. And then I closed with, you need to benefit somebody else too, right? Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I will fill all the roles that I need to fill in my life. I will have people to pour into because you have sent people to pour into me. The people who have invested in me, I will value their input. I thank you for giving me favor. I thank you for giving me people in all of these roles. And I boldly declare that I will make myself worthy of the investment. I will take the time to pay it forward. I will take the time to honor my mentors. I will honor every relationship. And I better understand now that I could never experience godly success by myself. I need others and others need me. So I level up my relationships in 2021. And I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Click on the subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. It's a Friday. Go into this week, go uh, close out the week and go into this weekend looking up and not down. Go through this inventory. Make sure that you have people in all of these roles. If you don't ask God to fill the roles, and you need people and people need you. So go out there, get connected, stay connected. I love you. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you on Monday. God bless you.